All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Web3 Daily Buzz with Lucas Veen and Crip King here. And we have our special guest today, Elu. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, Rico, Elu is one of the founders of Cool Cats, everybody. This is a, such an amazing opportunity to learn about one of my favorite projects of all time. I'm a huge fan of Cool Cats, clearly. I'm wearing one. And their, their execution of their event in at NFT NYC last year was amazing. And I've been eyeballing Cool Cats for a long time. They were at like a 10th floor for a while. And I'm like, I was just not getting in at that, that price. And then um, they came down right afterwards, uh, right after NFT NYC. And I got myself one and I'm very happy with the one I have. It's kind of like my identity right now until Twitter Blue fixes the checkmark problem where if you change your profile picture, you lose the checkmark. I need to know how long. If anybody knows, let me know. But Elu, welcome, my man. Good to have you. Good to be here. Good to be here. Thanks for uh, taking the time, letting me join the spaces. Yeah, it is Elu, aka Evan Luza, aka whatever you'd like to call me. Um, yeah, I'm one of the founders of Cool Cats. We launched this thing. Oh man, it's such a blur in Web3 land. I think this month is a year and a half ago, believe it or not. But wow, dude. Yeah, we've had. Wow. We've learned a lot. We've had we've had ups and downs and sideways and lefts and rights. But you know, ultimately, Cool Cats is a is a Web3 multimedia IP company. We aim to be inclusive and accessible, and um, just want to scale the brand over over time, and essentially want to be the Hello Kitty meets Pokemon of the blockchain. So. We've come pretty far in about a year and a half, and we have much farther to go. But, uh, you know, thanks for everyone tuning in. And we like the cats. The cats are here to stay. Everyone's going to learn the story of Blue Cat over time. We so, like the cats. Can I tell you, like, I've been saying that for over a year also. I've been, in the, so addicting. Yeah, I've been in the space since August of 2020. But, of course, I didn't really get into, like, NFTs until, like, March or April of 2021, where I was like so deep into it, but I was like like helping NFT artists all the way back then, which is crazy to think like all the way back then. It's only it's only like two and a half years it was, ago. It's such a different time, you know. It's like everyone <laughs> everyone's like an expert in the space, but we've all had a maximum of like you know two years max for the most part. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like a I'm like OG OG considered, which is ridiculous. I think uh, two and a half years does not really make you like an OG OG. I don't think, but whatever. It is what it is. Evan, tell me, we want to hear like from start to finish soup to nuts about this stuff. Like you didn't just come up with, you know, you and your founder, co-founders didn't just come up with cool cats out of the air, out of the thin blue air. My question to you is like how I said blue. Um, my question to you is like, what's your origin story? Give me your background and all the way leading up to coming to cool cats. And then we can get into the cool cats a little, a little bit. And then we can do our amazing poep drop at 1230. Everybody, we have a really cool poep designed by yours truly me and um we will let's get into the conversation with evan and we will just remind me crip king and evan twelve we're doing a po app so twelve thirty, i got gotcha. you all right evan tell us your origin story and then we'll go into cool cats and then we'll uh, get into something really cool right after the uh, po app drop cool the year was 1854 <laughs> <laughs> to uh, <laughs> some people might have heard the story some people might not have but uh Anyways, here we go. Um, so yeah, my, my background's in design and branding. I went to Georgia State in Atlanta. Uh, that's where I met Klon for the first time, the illustrator of Blue Cat, um, back when we called him Colin. Um, you know, now I call him Klon exclusively. I think the whole world does. Um, so he'd, he'd always been drawing Blue Cat in school. We were in the design program together. I was the year above him. And at that point in time, he was going by the moniker of the cartoonist, which is like a play on the cartoonist because he was doing a bunch of 
um, cat cartoons on his Instagram and he was doing um, art prints and, and selling his uh, illustrations of, of Blue Cat at that time under the cartoonist. So anyways, he left his sketchbook um, accidentally in one of his classes one day that our class um, we shared for the, the class after his. And we ended, I ended up skimming through his sketchbook and I was like, wait, this guy's actually pretty good. So I think I was the one who returned a sketchbook, or maybe my other friend, I don't remember, but uh, we ended up becoming buds in college, hanging out a bunch, doodling each other. We would do design challenges. We actually did a 48-hour a repack challenge in school together that I don't think anyone on the internet has seen what we ever come, came up with, but one of these days I'll share it. Um, but he, was, he wasn't he was into um, like crypto or, or anything like that. I was much more of the the Web3, no, well, not Web3 at the time. I was much more of the crypto-native tech dude. Dude. So we both graduated Georgia State. We, we remained friends, good friends, but um, sort of did our own thing. I went off to Seattle, worked at uh, Valve and then Microsoft and then Bitcoin.com. I worked at for a bit. I did the rebranding, which I was really excited about. And then a little over a year and a half ago, um, I saw the apes mint out. And, you know, as someone who was in to like ICOs and the whole crypto generation, uh, you know, I saw Chainlink and then all the, the scam coins and the the shit coins after that that a bunch of market opportunities came in the marketplace with to try to launch their own thing and then uh, so i was exposed to that so rewind about whenever the, the apes minted i was looking at that from the sort of web3 or, or i guess uh like tech entrepreneurial opportunist perspective lens of like all right i understand technology i understand crypto but like i don't really understand what i'm looking at right here but then my my gears started worrying um and i was like you know i used to collect Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and it, it clicked for me. I'm like, oh, this is the next wave of digital collectibles. <clears throat> so I wanted to launch a collection called Sushi Pets, actually, which was a um, a bunch of these anthropomorphized um, pixelated sushi arts. Um, and it sounds that del- time, sounds delicious. Sounds delicious. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to. <laughs> I, the, the collection is basically entirely done, um, and I'll, I'll I'll full circle sort of like why that never came to fruition. So I'm not a pixel artist, but I, I had a vision for what I wanted the collection to look like, which was, um, yeah, these like pixelated sushi um, characters. So I, I worked with a pixel artist. I got the whole collection done and I, I needed a motion graphics guy. And at that time I was following Klon on Instagram and he was doing a lot of motion graphics. He's got a, he's a really dope uh, motion graphic person. And in the space, especially on Twitter, um, like animations and motion graphics are particularly effective for like storytelling and grabbing pe- people's attention so i hit him up i texted him i think he even tweeted this like some months ago but i, I was like oh i got a minute and th- that was the inception point of what eventually uh, inadvertently started cool cat so i read pilled him i'm like here's these monkeys they're called bored apes i don't really understand it it's digital collectibles i want to do these sushi characters sushi pets like you want to do this thing with me so he was i was like red pilling him catching him up to speed with the with the market opportunity. So we found, uh, he, he did a mud, bunch of branding work with me. Um, I think the, the Twitter's is still up actually sushi pets, NFT. I'm getting a little bit off track, but anyways, so, You're good. um, we, we got to about 90% completion. We had the, the brand was on point. We had the website, we had everything we need, but we didn't have a smart contract guy. We had a, we got referred someone who, and, and this was at the time, like before, uh, NFT collections were just sort of like a dime a dozen. Like this was before, you could just sort of fork another contract and just, you know, update, update the, the outputs that was. Um, right. You couldn't just grab another so, contract and go with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this, yeah. this was like back Makes when, sense. like, like if you could just, if you had a website that had a mint button that worked, like you were ahead of the game. So this is like early, <laughs> early time. So we had a, so true. a smart contract. Yeah. 
so we had a smart contract guy who was like, um, he, he was like a college student or, or fresh out of college, I don't remember, but um, he was on the hook for doing the smart contract. He's like, I got you guys, you know, give me a couple weeks. And then he was like, oh, I can't do this anymore because I want to do this other thing. So he rugged us. So me and Klon had a good like two week period of depression of like, dude, we just put blood, sweat and tears trying to come to the market with this like really thoughtful, really intentional, cool, like a collection that we put blood, sweat and tears in. And we just like we're at the one step before the finish line. We just can't do it. So then we, we were just sort of down in the dumps and the slums, didn't know what to do because we're on the hunt for a solidity dev, which was really hard to find at that time. So we're Too bad you didn't know me at the time because I would have hooked you up. I didn't know you. I, I wish <laughs> we knew Mr. B. I would have hooked you up. <laughs> yeah. We still, you know, we can still talk about that. Yeah. Fact. Yeah, sounds good. Um, <laughs> so we, so Clown was on Twitter. We were, we were just searching Twitter and he, he ended up on uh, Faticorns, which I don't know what he was looking for whether if it was like Web3 collections or NFT collections or whatever it was. But we stumbled on Faticorns, which was the collection that um, our other two co-founders, uh, Link and Tom, had had launched. And they're these like pixelated fat unicorns. And the website was like really clean. It was um, it, like imagine going to a Nintendo website, you know, like for Animal Crossing or something. It was like just really thoughtful and, and curated because Link is like an insane front-end CSS dev. And Tom is like a as a as a white wizard solidity dude, but we didn't know this at the time. But we we stumbled across his website and we're like, oh my god, like these guys are crazy. So we, we jumped in the the Discord. We're just hyping them up. We're like, yeah, let's work together. We ended up um, getting a group chat going. We're like, this is sushi pets. You know, the art's basically done. The brand is done. Everything's done. We just don't have the the smart contract. We need the solidity guys. <clears throat> so they're like, okay, we're we're interested, but instead of bringing sushi pets to market, what would be more compelling for them from from like a equal parts type of um perception was like how about we come up with something net new that we can all sort of like collaborate from the ground up together so then our new homework was like all right sushi pets is on ice what can we what can we collaboratively now as opposed to me and clon me clon link and tom all do together so me and clon put our thinking hats on because we're like the the creative brand dudes and we're we're thinking about it and clon has this illustration you can still see it in the cool cats discord um, and it's probably on his Twitter, and it's also on his Instagram somewhere. But he's got this um, this original Catern, which is basically Blue Cat wearing, you know, like a dog suit and a ninja outfit and just a whole bunch of different um, cute outfits. So he was laying on his couch one day, looked at the poster, and was like, wait a second, Blue Cat. So we're like, let's bring Blue Cat to the blockchain. So everyone loved the idea. Um, at, at first, Tom, he's like a, he's like a um, pixel art maxi. So he's like, yo, pixel art, pixel art. And we're like, no, dude, Blue Cat, just look at him. He's perfect. Um, so we eventually convinced them, but yeah, so, you know, so we all landed on, um, blue cat. We, we started from the ground up with that and, you know, we, a couple weeks after getting the branding down and the mechanics and the rarity system and all the, the traits and everything. And then we launched and we blinked and next thing we know, you know, Reese Witherspoon and Mike Tyson and all these other folks bought a cat and we're just, you know, here we are now. So it's been this like insane seemingly successful overnight journey that uh it, it just everything just sort of fell into place and i, I tell people sometimes too like luck is when opportunity met, meets preparation and like there's a lot of a lot of times when you find like success or when something sort of like hits and grows or gains momentum it's because like you're at the right place at the right time so you know it's like you i've 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 tried to or like attempted to launch multiple things you know brands and apps and projects and all sorts of things that ultimately end up failing but like they get you to the position to the next um the next wave to be able to identify the next thing so it was just sort of this perfect storm of 
right place, right time for noticing the opportunity for me. You know, him being where he was with with Blue Cat, Tom and Link with Fatacorns, and it was just like a a serendipitous aha moment that we all that we all had that turned into the cool cats that we all know and love today. Yeah, so that was I, a bit of a mouthful for me. No, I, that's I, great. I, that is a, <laughs> this is a great story. So I love what you said about like startups and like you know building products and you know, taking, you know, basically bringing up ideas and trying to be at the right place at the right time. And every like development along the way leads you to the next chance of like, Hey, I've learned these skills and those projects didn't go the way I wanted them to. I wouldn't really call them failures. They just didn't, they just didn't get traction. Right. You're looking yeah, for traction to that point too. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's only a failure if you didn't learn something. You know? Exactly. Like and you- then you're leveraging yeah. this, you're leveraging what you learned, which is even cooler to, get the next wave. I always see it as like a exactly. river. Like you, you, you gotta find the next river and then like literally throw your, uh, you know, throw your boat in that river and catch that. You know what I mean? Catch the stream that brings yeah. you, it brings you like down the river, you know, kind of a thing. And I have, ideally you float, yeah. but you know, worst case scenario, <laughs> you bump into a couple rocks. Yeah. Make it further up the river. Yeah. The more opportunities to create happy accidents, I call it like I I've had the same problem. Um, and I don't want to bring me into this at all, but it's just a good story. I think where I started a company and for a lead gen, for the company, I actually built an events, you know, an events like segment where I would have uh, networking events every month to drive leads. And that events company turned into a more profitable business than the company I was then running. That probably wasn't even on your radar. Not even close, time. dude. I was like events. I was like events tremendous. Like I don't care about events. Who cares about events? Like it'll it'll lead me to you know, lead gen, if I get like one client out of this, like every month or like two or three clients every month, which is really, really positive, I will, you know, the business will be doing great, but no, the business actually turned it into t- an event. Yeah. yeah. So I literally scaled back my, uh, my company at the time and, and like went full bore on events and it became, uh, it was in 23 cities before I uh, exited that company. So very and that, cool. And when you started that looked nothing like what you anticipated. No, not even, not even close. Like it was literally yeah, no. night and day from how I started it to like what it turned into. And it's, again, and, I call them happy and, uh, accidents and you can only be there if you're working on stuff, you know, like opportunity oh, yeah. finds you opportunity always finds you like, but it always finds you while you're working. And in that same vein of, um, of happy accidents. And you, you said starting a second ago, which uh, reminded me of something, but I think as a, as a creator and builder in the space, something that I'm particularly conscientious of and something that I had to overcome myself in design school and the design program was what I call like the creator fallacy. You know, like as a creator, it's so easy to get in your own way of wanting to launch a brand or an MVP or a product or, or a project or what have you. But as a creator, we sort of get in our own way of chasing this illusion of like, it could be better. It's not perfect. It could, it could be perfect. But the flaw in that is like, it's not on you, the creator or the builder, to define what's perfect. The consumer, the market, defines what, what's perfect or not. And also, nothing's ever perfect. So it's it's easy as a creator to just end up churning for way too long and never delivering an MVP just just for something for people to interact with because you're sort of chasing this unobtainable thing that, like, it needs to be this way, it needs to be this way, it needs to be this way. But ultimately, like, as long as it passes the test of, like, is it digestible? Does it look okay? Is it going to kill anyone? Okay, cool. Like ship it. You know, you're, you're only going to learn by getting to the point where you can deploy or launch something. You're never going to learn operating within the vacuum or the silo of like overly optimizing and, and tweaking and editing. Like you just, you have to at some point in time, just hit the green button and say, send it, you know, and see what happens. And I think a lot of people 
struggle with that. So. Oh, there's no doubt. I even struggle with that. Even after all the years of business and everything I know about like just hitting publish, I still struggle with pushing the button on something. I know it's got, you know, a good chance of working and sometimes, you know, there's always a chance it's going to fail, but there's no doubt I struggle with like perfectionism and like, oh my God, if I put this out there where well, I look like an idiot. You just have to get past that and be but like, it's who like cares? Jokes on you. You're always gonna, we're always going to look like it. Yeah, I was just going to say. Might as well have fun doing it. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Real quick, I don't want to interrupt the conversation too much, but retweet out the space. It's right above everybody. And whoever retweets out the space and comments below gets to collect the POAP for this space from 1230 to 1245. There'll be a window open. So you got to retweet out the space that's pinned above and then just leave a comment. Doesn't matter what it is. Hi, hello, anything like that is fine. And then I will release the magic word and uh you know we, we'll get you guys uh we'll get you guys going with the pop but make sure you retweet out the space first okay at the top and leave a little comment and we'll be good to go at, at a exactly t- in 10 minutes from now so go ahead um so so evan man tell me about like did you guys expect cool cats like were you guys all like this is this is no big deal we're gonna mint out we're gonna oh, kill man. it we're gonna be the most po- one of the most popular collections in the world everybody's gonna know the exact us opposite <laughs> of that was collectively on our we, we already had our game plan. We're like, all right, we're going to launch this thing. This will be a weekend project. Like, hopefully a couple people like the cats. And then, we'll, you know, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Like, it wasn't even remotely on our radar of any degree of success. Like, we were in best case scenario, we'd sell out and people like the cats. Worst case scenario, we were just twiddling our thumbs and we learned something. But and monumentally beyond. And I don't know uh, this story so many times, so. Sorry, everyone who's heard this before, but so we initially minted it um, 0.06 ETH, which I don't even, I think ETH was between 3,500 and 4K at the time. So I think it was like 60 bucks. And then we ended up dropping to 0.025. And then we ended up minting out then. But it was just like, there was no certainty, you know, like we, all we were doing was making sure we had fun. We, we made sure the continuity of the brand and the art, you know, to Klon and, and ourselves liking and we were having fun doing it, but there was no like, when's the theme park? When's the video game? When's the merch? <laughs> it was just like, let's just, let's just see if people like these things. And, and then just think success of people. It's like the fry name. They're just like ready to give you money. And they're like, where's the next thing? We're like, Oh, I think we, I think we might've made the hello kitty Pokemon on the blockchain. So that's, you know, that, that, that wasn't on anyone's radar. But, um, you know, we, we only got there by just, by just going for it at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because, uh, you know, again, cool cat, like when I want to know, like from, from my point of view, how in the world did you guys decide, like, when did you see like the big inflection point where you're like, Hey, you know what? I can actually like, I don't know if you left a full-time job or not, but when was the, when was the opportunity where you're like, okay, we've made it. I don't have to like work a job. I don't want to work anymore. Um, I'm going to do this full time. Is there, was there like that moment or are you still doing like your, uh, you know what I mean? Like your real in real life job. And then you're just oh, doing no, cool cats no. on the side. I'm, I didn't I'm think so, but Maxi, no. yeah, <laughs> I figured. But no, I, I was working at it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I mean, if you, if you go through my LinkedIn and stuff, you can see the, the job I was working for, but I'm not going to name names now, but I was a senior brand designer at the company I was at for before. And my boss was a little bit older than me, gray haired dude, probably in his like fifties. And I'm telling him, like, I think we had just minted, like, we were going to mint or we just minted them. And I hadn't left my job yet, but I'm like, look, man, like, we made this this cat thing. Like, I know, like, explaining to you, you're not really going to understand what I'm saying, but, like, the Internet really likes it and they want more and we're sort of on to something. And he's just like, okay, you're going to, like, do these cats and stuff, dude? Like, okay, bro. 
And it was, it was like really condescending. <laughs> and, he, and, he didn't, and I really tried to like be patient and contextualize with him, like the, Sorry. the opportunity. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was funny. Um, and I'm the one laughing now. That's for sure. Yeah. I was going to say um, like, okay, bro. You know what I've also found interesting when it comes to this yeah, stuff? Yeah, like but, you're a genius right now, right? You're a genius before this project, but no one paid attention to like, oh, yeah. you oh, being yeah. smart. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that crazy? Like you're the same well, that, that's person what I was saying about the, just like, you got to put the stuff out there, you know, like you can't, Yeah, it, it's scary because you know, haters always going to hate. Even if you give, if you get a room full of a hundred people, you give them all free cookies. There's still going to be people saying like, I don't like cookies. It's like, okay, well like don't eat the cookie then. <laughs> you know, like there's someone, especially on the internet, like everyone's sitting on or everyone's always got something to say. So it's like, you can't let the fear of like criticism of others, you know, inhibit you from just expressing yourself or, or trying to build something or, or launch something because there's, people are going to be salty. You're going to use your best judgment. You're going to, you're going to run s simulations in your head, trying to think of every single vector of the way that something possible. And then you're going to miss some and you're like, Oh, I'm an idiot. Why did I think of that? But at the end of the day, like you just need to be lenient and patient and have like grace on yourself and, you know, be courageous of putting something out there. But you know, to, to anyone who's like trying to make a project and doesn't know when to hit the button, like just hit the button. Our, our time on this, on this planet is limited. Everything's limited. Everything's a lot more scary in your head than it is in reality. And at the end of the day, like everyone who's got a lot of people who have criticism and critiques on, on builders or projects or whatever, and haven't built anything. It's really hard to bring a, a project or an idea from ideation to, to development, you know, like getting across that finish line is a really big deal. So Anyone who's so building true. something and struggling, just just ship it, you know, just ship it. You can, as long as you're not scamming people and taking their money, you're not doing anything wrong. Like, just be true to yourself, try to make an authentic experience, and just try to get the thing out there. I think people are more scared in the space, though, Evan. Like, and it's going to sound, maybe it sounds weird to you, but I'm sure you've had this, where people have zero tolerance for, like, any kind of, like, like, I'm sure the Cool Cats had, like, a lot of hate from the community at some point, because I think everybody in every community has been like attacked because oh you the founders haven't communicated to us in the last like well, thirty in like the like last thirty minutes. Slope of, like, you could always do something better. Right, know? of course, of course. Like yeah. it's like, hey, they I haven't heard from those guys in like thirty minutes. They're gone. That's it. Let's get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what? Thirty minutes, dude. Relax. Like this. I think that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also the really unhealthy metric too of the like uh, comparison of like project to project. Um, deliverables, you know, so it's like apes the do an airdrop and, you know, everyone gets $80,000 worth of ape coin. And then they look at the cats and it's like, okay, like, where's my free token? Yeah, when, you know, when like airdrop. This, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> when Lambo, where's my Lambo? And it's just like, uh, like, uh, sorry, like we're working on it, but it's, it's just different. Like, like an apple is not an orange, you know, you can't, it's, it's really unhealthy to, to sort of hold that same scope to, or, or same expectation as to, to every project. But, but even still, like we, us founders, especially like we had to get some thick skin, man. Like we, you had to just go toe to times and just take some stuff you don't want to hear, whether it's constructive or not constructive. You just got to hear it, but you got to like take it on the chin. You can't, you can't let an, an angry person who is expressing their opinions as, as valid or invalid as they are, like inhibit you, you know, like you can't let that get in the way of your creativity and what, what you're trying to, trying to bring like that's that's just de defeats the whole purpose of being a creator in the first place yeah i couldn't agree more like, again it's just this this space though is definitely again i want to get back to the it's very unforgiving if you do put out content here there are these anonymous accounts that'll just attack you for putting out content so i just a, a little note from like 
um, some, some real famous podcasters out there and Joe Rogan being one of them, he basically says, I don't read the comments because oh, you, you can't, it's a fool's game. Yeah. If you read the comments and try to please everybody, you're going to please nobody. You're going to be chasing that popularity contest all the way down the road. What you need to do is don't get me wrong. Don't not comment back to your, to your like community. Don't not comment back to your fans, your followers, things like that, that are supporting you. But if there's like some random comment on a, which I've had a thousand times, I've had like crazy death threats just for hosting spaces. Really? Like, oh it's like, goodness. you didn't let me up. So you're dead. I want to kill you. It's like, okay, calm down, dude. Like, hold on. Now I'm going to let, now I'm going to let you up. Of course. Like, why wouldn't I? Yeah, I, I was waiting for the death threat. <laughs> I was waiting for like the death threat. Now you're coming up. <laughs> hey, so Evan, how did you get the front-facing cat, dude? I'm a huge... Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yes, I do. I absolutely well, uh... do. <laughs> <laughs> so so Klon's actually doing a... Um, I was I mentioned before the, the cat and the, the cool cat, uh, the blue cat pattern. That's initially the inspiration for um, what ended up being the inspiring point for what launched the the cool cat collection so he's he's doing another pattern i don't i want to say this particularly because i don't want to spill any alpha but i'm pretty sure this is all public public information but he's he's doing a um a cool cavern v2 which is like the of the blue cat uh version that he had but he's doing it with um i think it's like 100 maybe more of uh like community cats and founder cats all facing forward so um maybe there's more to that that i that we'll all learn in time, but mm-hmm. that's basically, uh, that's, that's all I can say. I need um, a, I need a, I need a little bit of a, you know what I mean? A little alpha there. I need, I need clown to hook me up, man, but it's okay. Oh, I'll, I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. One day, one day, right? My man, we'll see. And the guys, it's a minute till I drop the PO app and, uh, get ready. Yeah. And so we're all waiting on the magic word. Huh? The magic word is going to be is um has is associated with the space. So quick, uh, first you guys got to download the Poap app. This is our first like secret word, like Poap drop. So you have to pardon me if this doesn't work because <laughs> I've been talking second. technology not working in this space. <laughs> yeah, no. It's crazy. I know it should work. No. It's it's it should work. It's been around for so long. We'll see. I had to go back and forth with the POAP team, uh, .xyz, for a while. I was chatting with them, and it worked, and then it didn't work, and, and the POAPs are on UTC time. So if you try to, like, put it in for, like, I was thinking PST. It's like, why wouldn't it just, you know, re-reg- you know basically re-assign the timing and stuff like that on, on the app itself, and it just doesn't. So it just like, hey, it's UTC time. So it's basically at eight hours, and that's, that's the time of, like, when you launch a, you know, for at least Pacific time, that's what you do. So the, the word to get this Poe app right now is the project we're talking about right now and then just add the, the letters NFT all lowercase. So if you know what the project is that, that we're interviewing right now, you'll know what mm, the, the, the one. I know, I know you think it's, and I'm wearing, I'm wearing one and so is uh, Elu over here. So, um, you know, just type in that into the, into the app and let's see if it works. You can't hate me if it doesn't. Poap XYZ was trying to no, help they're me. they're going to hate you if it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. It doesn't matter really, right? <laughs> I'm going to test it right now. Let's see if it works. Oh, snap. It worked. Okay, hold on. Let's see here. And you're dead. <laughs> it works. I don't know what this code thing is, though. I don't know what these codes are on the Poap app. Does anybody know what the codes are? It's like 6192. It's so weird. So Bro, that's your that. seed phrase. Just keep talking. <laughs> right? All right, here we go. I think I found it. 
Boom, boom. Dude. We like the cats. You know what it is. Get I love secret I love the cats. Yeah, maybe tell me for a minute here. What's the, What was it that resonated about these uh, cute little cozy cool cats that resonated you with you in the first place? Commute. Lucas, can I jump real quick and say what resonated with me? Yeah, uh, sure. Please. Yeah, so what resonated with me as a collector was the way that y'all redefine rarity. Like, uh kind of as a deep collector you know you had so and and i would like if you can to touch into that but like you look there's one body then it goes hats and then it goes shirt and then it goes uh yeah tear and so like for me it was a different way to look at it not only different way to look at it but also uh sorry about that also a different way moving forward other projects looked at rarity as well making it a little bit more simplification but as well being uh very very you know like the tear was something else so yeah that was to me kept me up many 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 nights uh looking at many different of the cool cats because i was like just fascinated with the way y'all did rarities oh yeah we're trendsetters what can i say no we wanted to we said it before i don't i think we had it on the website the old website but it's like um all cats are cool but some cats are cooler than the others so like we didn't we're very conscientious when making the collection that like even even the least rare, you know, lowest of low rank cat like looks good. But then introducing the really striking different background colors that is like a, also a really good um, distinct uh, differentiator when you're like skimming and scanning the collection on like OpenSea or like NFT viewer, uh, gallery viewer, you're able to really easily distinct like, oh, this one's got a green background. This has got a yellow background and you can easily, you know, have that distinction. You know, when you see a, a holographic Charizard or something, you see, a Pikachu just you, off the rip, you, you can just tell by based how how shiny it was. So that was that was a big one for us. We really wanted to try to synthesize and capture that like rarity feel while not while not because some collections too, um, without naming names and stuff, like the rarer they get, the more uh, like they look rare. But it, it's sort of you can end up breaking the the like the curation visual aesthetic mechanics, and it can be it can get really busy really quick. But I think we there's something to be said about like less is more and like working with, you know, a fewer ingredients to, to pull off something. So I think, um, yeah, we were definitely really conscientious of like keeping, like setting the parameters that we only define those parameters through like a bunch of experimentation. And then we got to a point where like, all right, let's, let's mess around with tier. Let's define which tiers get which assets. And then we went from there. And I, I think, I think, yeah, to your point, I think we, we did set a, set a trend in a lot of ways that informed a lot of other people's, um, or a lot of other collections rarity. So cool cats NFT is the, is the word, just so you guys know, I don't want to like confuse people typing cool cats, NFT, all lowercase, and you'll be able to grab it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, snap. Someone got it. Look at that, right? That's a good-looking POAP. I agree. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah. I made that POAP myself. I used your I used your art, by the way, Elu. So I'm you about to grab one, dude. You, you got to grab one. It's it's definitely an, an homage to you, man. I don't man. know if I can open. Can I open the app? on? Yeah, yeah, like I just did it. I was on the same phone, opened the app, uh, went to mint it, gave, gave me a bunch of, like, numbers and stuff so jokes on you i'm about to go quiet trying to figure this out <laughs> it's okay i got a, i got other uh, other things i want to let you know what i th came up with in terms of like why the cool cats like resonated with me i really liked there was one feature i really liked about the cool cats first the community was amazing that was like the number one draw for me positive community not a lot of like uh 
toxic people. I'm a huge fan of like positive communities. The second one is the, like literally the, uh, the traits. There is a, there's a black crown in the traits that I, there was one I wanted so badly. And then it came on, like it went up for sale in like May or June or like something like that around summertime. And I was like, Oh my God, it's like 10 ETH still. It's like lower. The price has gone down, but it's still 10 ETH. I'm like, I'm not sure I could do that. And now like someone obviously bought it and I'm a big fan. Like I said, I like the black crown. I like the, the sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now with the little yellow square in it. I don't know, man. They're just, it, the art's just great. And on top of that, you guys are really smart to go with cats because top three things that people look for on YouTube and Google and things like that, it's babies, dogs, and cats. So and cats, yeah, exactly. Cats are, cats are like in the top three and depending on like when and stuff like that, cats are sometimes the most popular searched. So and that's another can't go wrong. thing that I just wanted to touch on real quick too. Is sure. like a lot of these, uh, other collections. And again, I'm never like throwing shade, like, uh, any, any, uh, growth and success and traction of any collection is a net positive for the growth of the space as a whole. So like mad shout out to everybody. But, um, like when you look at doodles, when you look at apes, when you look at world of women, whoever, there's no like main character, like blue, blue cat is our main character. Blue cats are hello kitty. Like he's, it's a character that's been worked on through blood, sweat and tears since like a high school dream of of somebody for i don't even know how many like eight some some years now and i think that it's a really unique selling point and ironically it's like an underdog story of the cool cats like we don't there's no you can you can think of uh, jenkins perhaps when you think of apes you know which is sort of like an offshoot of uh, one of their um characters in their collection but i don't think any other character in the space has like their own distinct character that a, a collection has then been expanded upon and derived from so i think that it's it's one of those things that's like hidden in plain sight for a lot of people but like blue cat's a character that that he didn't just get spun up in existence because it's like oh there's a web through web through opportunity here let's make a character blue cat exists because Klon came up with him because blue cat is him is it was the the character he came up with his self-expression and embodied him ever since high school so i think that that's just a just a, a unique um a unique point that sets us apart from a lot of the other guys in the space yeah i love it I, that's see, see that that's a story I can I can get behind, and there are a lot of collections out there that don't really have that origin story. That don't really have like, hey, this is some art I made in high school. Let's turn this into a, a collection with tons of traits, and it becoming like one of the most popular collections of, of all time. Did you guys have and like that's a also the, the the importance of storytelling? You know what I mean? Like it's I think a lot of people sleep on. Like, like, what is a story? But at the end of the day, everyone has their own life story that they're living. And the most captivating things to us are all, it's all stories. We're all just telling each other stories that make inspiration and, and creation and, you know, encapsulate and enamor us. And like, it's really boils down to the story that gets people, people going. And I think that our story really is untapped. And coming into this year, like we're really leveraging up the, the cat's origin, blue cat's origin, the story of it. I think to some people, it's just like storytelling. What is that? But, you know, just give us a little bit of time. And I think that the world's going to know Cooltopia and Blue Cat just in a matter of time. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty awesome. Um, wow. This is just really cool, man. The whole thing is just really cool. I want to know, like, hey, guys, just so you guys know. Can I jump real quick, Luke? Because yeah. I want to also uh, shout out to the rare ones that y'all had, like the Bob Ross TV head, like that. Those are dope. Oh, man, we got we got some some hidden memes in there for sure. Yeah, I, I've seen yeah. tons of them, and those are like I've obviously looked at all the cool cats, obviously from the highest price to the lowest price. You've guys done one hundred and sixteen thousand ETH in volume. Yeah, 
Does anybody that's like know? A, that's like over a quarter billion dollars. Yeah, dude. I'm like, guys, 116,000 ETH. Like, that's insane. Um, I just want to make sure you guys understand how much that is. So, respect to the cool cats. They're, the art is done amazing. The project's amazing. The business behind it's amazing. Your, your, your event activations were amazing. Everything's amazing about that project. And you guys are like really giving as a, as a team as well, like good people. And I'm just really glad to have you on the space today. So now let's get into what you're doing now, my man. Like, and by the way, real quick, the, the POAP window is closing in six minutes. So if you want that, it is uh, again, cool cats, NFT, all one word, all lowercase. And uh, you can claim that POAP. Um, so what are you doing right? Like, what are you guys, what are you, what are you doing f- in the future right now? Like, what's your new like focus? Um, now that cool cats is like, you know, become a gym, this are basically uh, giant. Yeah. This giant project and, you know, Animoca brands invested in you guys and did all that stuff. Like now what's next for you? Cool. Yeah. I'll get into that. And then before that too, just sure. back on the casual quick. So, um, for those of you attending NFT NYC and South by Southwest, we're both, we're going to have a presence at both of them. Um, and I, we talked about this on our last town hall at, on the cats, but we're, we're aiming to go bigger because when you look at the, both events from like a consumer, um, who the user base and audience is perspective, like, you know, 90 plus percent of the people at NFT NYC are already in web three, whereas like the intention is to expand our audience and you know, get new normies and new, and people who aren't into crypto in the space. So I think we're the plan is to go bigger at South by Southwest, but I just wanted to plug real quick. We're going to have um, a presence at NFT NYC and South by Southwest, which are both coming up in like, I don't even know, next three or four months here, which is just ridiculous to say. Yeah, March. To, March is uh, South by Southwest is in uh, like late, mid to late March. And um, you said NFT NYC? Yes, sir. April. That's the plan. Yeah, I think that's in April, right? Yeah, I think so, which is like frustrating because I feel like we just had like we were just It was. We, it was, dude. It was it was June. I remember I was there. I was like, "What? Well, well, that's pretty quick. They're not even doing yeah. it in June anymore." I'm like, "Come on, guys. Pick a date and stick with Who it." Who makes like, these rules? I, I, <laughs> like the irony is that they need to have some sort of like DAO proposal thing where all the collections can vote on when it should be as opposed to someone being like, "All right, it's tomorrow." I was like, "Wait, who meant what why?" You know? Yeah, um, absolutely. But anyways, to get back to your uh, question. Yeah, so one of the things I realized at the Cats and the reason that I um, recently moved into an advisor role is um, I really very much so enjoyed the like incubation, ideation, exploration um, phase of like launching a new project or tech or and also just the freedom to do that. So um, whereas where we came with the Cats, like the foundation is laid, the brand is solidified, and now it's like growth and scaling, which isn't particularly like something I'm super, super stoked about. So um, I'm, I've taken a step back into an advisor role, so I'm still heavily involved in um, a lot of the operations, but less on a granular level. So I've actually, as of last month, I announced um, Alpha Labs, which is a Web3 venture studio that I have co-founded with my buddy Unib, who's on the stage with me here. So we met in Seattle. He worked at Amazon, and he's an ex-Coinbase developer who was heavily responsible for the Coinbase Pay SDK. And so he's got the, he's, he's the yang to my yang. So I can do the <laughs> brand and the design and the front end and he can build all the under the hood stuff. So, um, so Alpha Labs is a, you can check it out in both of our bios if you want to follow along. So that's a web three venture studio. So what that means at a venture studio is basically 
we just want to rapidly incubate and ideate and deploy um, projects um, that are NFT Web3 centric. It could be collections. It could be just to lower the bar for the user experience. But basically, we want to ideate and launch our, our own ideas. And um, actually, this week, we're launching our first project called Blockalyzer, which is uh, an idea that I had like last month. We've been moving quick. And then he's, he's um, been able to build the tech really quickly. But basically, it turns blockchain transactions into curative, curated generative art. So like if you look at your wallet transaction history, you get a whole bunch of blockchain data that's, you know, not really sexy. It's just, it's just data. So we came up with the algorithm and interface and I did the, the styling of the, the design to have it. So if you connect your wallet, you can mint a block that means something to you. So say the first time you bought a cat, first transaction you did, um, whatever it may be. Um, first time you sent someone an NFT and you can take that, <clears throat> take that block and turn it into uh, curated generative art. So we're launching that this week. Been really about it. It's, it's just nice to get back to the sort of like having the freedom to do our own thing. But anyways, Unib's up here with me. So Unib, welcome to the stage. Tell the people who you are, where you came from. Welcome to the stage, my man. Tell us what, tell us, tell us what you got going on, man. Hello. Hello. Um, first of all, I just want to say that like, I will, thanks for bringing me up here. I, um, I'm new to Twitter spaces, so I'm still like trying to figure this out. What is this thing about? And you're like, good, man. We, we were all, we were all new to Twitter spaces at one time, a man. I just happened to be new to Twitter spaces like more than two years ago. So you're good. Go for it. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think Evan captured it pretty well. I don't, I, th I don't think I'll be able to do justice to like, basically what he said is like spot on. Um, um, we, we came so up tell them about idea. what you, where'd you, what'd you do at Coinbase? What'd you, uh, that type of stuff, your background, my background. Okay. I can talk about that. So I've basically been a software engineer pretty much my whole life. Um, I'm originally from Pakistan. Um, and I grew up there, but moved to us like six years ago. Um, maybe more than six years ago. And since then I've been working, like I started my job at Microsoft and, go went to Amazon. Then I was like, I didn't really like the whole corporate culture and like wanted to do something more interesting and like innovative and something that really like, you know, something that I can be proud of that can like, that can, I can feel like I did something versus like being sort of like a cop, you know, like a cog in a machinery and just working for like the big tech. Um, and it's funny, Evan and I actually met, uh, back when I was in, uh, I was at Amazon and, we discussed uh, opportunities that exist in the crypto land. So we've been chatting for, for a long time. Um, and yeah, like, um, so I tried going in deep in the crypto space 2018. 2018 was not the, the, the best year to be in crypto. I'm sure uh, some of you here like have oh, idea yeah. what it was like. Oh yeah, we, yeah, all, we, we, hear, we hear stories, <laughs> but also like I was there and I know too, I'm like, yeah, it's, it was bad. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I had to get a job um, and like left, you know, ideating on my own own stuff. Uh, so ended up joining Coinbase, which is great because this way I can still get paid, uh, but I don't have to leave the crypto space and, and be too far away from it. Um, and yeah, I worked at Coinbase and the payments team and I was, uh, I, I worked a lot on like, fiat on ramps you know that's that's the thing that i've been thinking a lot about although 
you know, like that was not my favorite thing to be in because like it, it is like dealing with fiat money and I wanted to be in the crypto land. That's where like all the action was happening. But, you know, you you, you basically accept whatever is given to you at that point. Um, one cool thing about my experience at Coinbase was that I uh, I did like a, I pitched an idea to Brian and Surjit and, you know, like some of the executives from Coinbase, which was this like, why don't we create like a Coinbase pay, like an on-ramp sort of feature that, you know, like it's like pretty easy for people to like integrate, you know, move their money from dollars to crypto. Um, so worked on that for a bit. And then, um, and then like, it was cool. Like I, I was enjoying it, but there was like just so much stuff happening at Coinbase in the last year or so that, you know, there's been like, too many disturbances, like too many hires. It, was, it just became like a chaotic place. Um, so I left Coinbase and um, I'd been chatting with Evan and he said that he's, uh, you know, like he dropped me a message and he said that has like some ideas and we've been chatting since then. And it's it's crazy how far we've gotten since there from there. Um, and like, I, I do want to emphasize on what uh, Evan said that like we've been, we're like moving so fast that it's like, it's like hard to like keep track of like what our goals are going to be for the next uh, month or so. We were just chatting about it. Like, we, the, like the, you'll, you'll see, like you, Blockalizer is going to be, hopefully, hopefully you guys will like it. Um, Blockalizer is going to be launched like pretty soon. What is Blockalizer? Tell, can you tell us what that is or like in like yeah. a 60 second, like overview of like what it is. Say, pretend I'm a venture capitalist and you're like, which you probably oh, got, yeah. you guys probably don't even need. I, don't like talking to them. <laughs> I know I'm just like, pretend I am and give me like the, the pitch. I'm in an elevator. I totally get it. Dude. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> so it, it turns your past tra- blockchain transactions into digital collectible art. So basically dude, you can turn love it. your, your moments on the blockchain into collectible mementos. So that's, that's what it's all about. Love it. Gotta have to, it. So, so basically, you names a gigabrain. I'm a gigabrain. With our, our gigabrains combined, we make Captain Planet. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we, we aim to just make cool stuff together and just like work at a really quick, uh, uh, iterative rate. You know, like we we will do market research, validate an idea, see pain points. I'll come up with the brand and and steer the the ship of the design of what the product looks like. He'll he'll do under the hood stuff. And you know, try to bring it to market. So that's that's sort of what, what we uh, that's what the intention is. But yeah, if you check out either of our profiles and go to um, Alpha Labs, you can see Blockalizer and, and check out the Twitter. We're, we're doing a couple more um, allow the spots and giveaways between today and tomorrow. But we're the plan is to open the gates this week uh, for minting to go live. But um, yeah, you want to uh, you want to do a little giveaway in this space? Is like a little you know, I think white, that's probably giveaway? a good idea. Yeah. Why don't we do it? I think that's a good idea. So how are we going to do it? The question is, how are we going to do it? So there's, what do you, what do you have for slots left? Um, wouldn't you like to know? I'm just going to no. say that on everything. Um, that's what we, I was can, we can give away, we can give away five. All uh, right. Five. Think. I like it. Yeah. So how do we, how do we do it? Was there a way to like sign up? Do they just want to retweet something and we, and we just decide from the retweets? Here's the deal. I have an idea, Elu. Everybody retweet out the space again. Leave a there comment, leave a comment at the top, retweet out the space. And leave a comment. Your, and, uh, comment your favorite color on the. There you go. Yeah, there I love go. that. There you go. And then leave leave a comment, retweet up space, leave a comment, and I will use a uh, Twitter picker, and I will pick five people after this space to win from uh, Twitter from the Twitter picker. If that works for you guys, I'm, that's what I'm going to do. So just retweet out the space, comment below it your favorite color, and we will choose five people from that 
and give it away. This is not, by the way, FYI, everybody, I do not own <laughs> any NFTs or anything like that. I do own a cool cat because I mean, I, I bought my own cool cat, but uh, I'm not, this is not a promo or anything like that. I just have Evan in here because he's a really, really good dude. And you need, I just met and he's a great person, but yeah, I don't have any stake or anything like that in this project. And we're just hanging with Mr. Bean vibing. Yeah, that's all we're doing. We're just super vibing. And I'm a big fan of making like good people part of my part of my spaces on a regular basis. And if I could give back to my community, I'm going to do that every chance I get. So this is me giving that's back. That's what it's all guys. about. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, a, and sort of to full circle it too, like what we were talking about earlier, like we've, We've we've gone through a lot of like uh, ideation, iteration, thought cycles on on Blockalyzer in the first place of like, you know, why do it, how it works, the mechanics, and you know, we've we've just set our own parameters for ourselves of like, look, what do we define as the MVP? How can we quickly bring it to the market? And like we we were just having a conversation before we hopped on the space actually, but it's like you know, we could take three months or six months or a year to ideate and deliver this thing, but at the end of the day, the magic happens when you can when you can unveil something, give it to the public and say, all right, what do you think? And then you can sort of build in plain sight. You can take rapid feedback, rapid, um, you know, consumer insights, and then plug it in there and, and critique on the fly. So it's, it's really just about having fun with building something that, that that's where you're, you're, that's, that's how you get really passionate about it. And if you take too long to bring it in the market, you can sort of lose that enthusiasm, you know? So it's just about, it's just about ideating and just hitting the button. So that's what we're doing. Do you hear that guys? It's that easy. It's not, it's, so here's the thing. It's actually really easy to hit publish. It's going to be really hard to get distribution, right? So you got to start publishing now. So you have all these little windows or doorways. I like to call them doorways. Every post, everything you do, everything you create, don't be scared to publish it because that's a doorway back to you and your user experience, whatever that is as a personal brand. And what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone's going to be like, I don't like it. It's like, right. okay, cool. That's yeah. fine. And in, in just one of those posts could take off and that doorway could be become huge for you. And that that's doorway. what happened with the cats. Like So true. So true. So true. Yeah. I mean, was there a, I don't mean to go back to the cats for like two seconds, but was there like one day that you guys were like, holy shit, what's happening right now? Um, how did we just, you know, blaze I through? Think, I think a, a big one to me was, I mean, Mike Tyson's a bit of a like topical dude, but like, when I pulled up Twitter one day and I saw his PFP was a, as a cat, I think he's changed it since, but he had it for a good like six months. And I was just like, what, what is the world? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like Reese Witherspoon and Steve Aoki got one. I'm just like, what is going on here? Like we've, we've never talked to these people in any capacity, but like they like the cats. So it's just moments like that, you know, or, or just seeing random, like uh, Coinbase promotional videos or open videos. And you like the cats get shout outs and you're just like, we've, we've never even like, we didn't even know we were in this thing. Just like little moments like that. Just really like sort of help, help you help perpetuate your enthusiasm and keep going. of like, okay, I guess we're doing something right here. Right. So if you guys have a venture studio and uh, I'm assuming incubator, you know, so that people can come to you and launch, or are you guys mostly launching your own projects? Yeah, in this? So, so the thinking is we're still really like freestyling as it is, but so it's a, it's a Web3 venture studio. So as it currently stands, we want to incubate our own ideas. That's not to say we, we, don't, we won't collaborate with other people, but essentially me and you need, we're just going to put our noodles together and be like, all right, what's, the, what's, the, what's an interesting use case? So like I was, uh, you know, I had some free time now as of recently going to the advisor role, and I'm like, what is an abundance of information that exists on the blockchain currently, which is like everyone has block information, but it's just sort of receipt data that's sitting in your wallet transaction history. So I'm like, what if you could do something with that? So, you know, that was that was how we arrived there. But essentially, we just want to 
audit and look at the the lay of the land of the Web3 space on like a weekly, monthly basis and just try to identify, you know, pain points. Like even um, like uh, revoke.cash, you know, popped up a couple months ago, which is like a tool to um, like revoke all approves on your on your one, wallet. One uh, by one, though, which totally sucks. That's a pro that's a pro right there. That's yeah, a product boom, you guys exactly. should make. It should be a mass. We've, and we've already un, been talking un- about revoked. it. But it's yeah. like there's there's no shortage of and it's like a twofold thing. Like there's you can you can aim to bring like a net new product or project uh, to the space and try to solve like a net new problem. Or there's no shortage of things that have been validated that you can like improve upon, you know. So what we want to do is just uh, like audit and ideate and identify both of those things. Like what are things we can either improve upon or what's like an innovative, not been done before, unique, fun way we can create an experimental project or a tool. So currently, we the intention and the thinking is to do it all all in house. You know, if, if it gets to the point where we need to accept some like seed funding or something, we might explore that. But currently, it's just just me and Unib and a kick butt um, front end developer we're working with named Orlando. Shout out Orlando. Um, but it's, it's really just us right now. So it's, it's just us incubating and ideating on our own, you know, tight, scrappy team. That's where it's at, my man. And, yeah. and that's how we move so quick too. Yeah. You know, not too many cooks in the kitchen makes that makes so much sense. I love that you guys are like iterating like that with a small, t- with a small team. A lot of, a lot of people think like, Oh man, this is going to be great. Big company. They have tons of money. They're going to crush us. Yeah, probably not, guys. Like big companies, not, not always, by the way. Or it'll take a year for them yes. to get an agreement on what they I was going to say, like a lot of these companies look like sexy, like like speedboats, right? You're all like, oh, man, speedboat. Look at that thing. Sexy. And as soon as it like tries to turn, you go, wait a minute. That's a fucking cruise wait ship. A second, that's a cruise camp. ship. It's huge. Like there's no way that thing's going to turn in time for me and my you know, team of other, you know, three people total, including myself, we can iterate and create so quickly. Like we could do this in like a week if we need to, those guys are going to take six months because of like all the internal processes that actually have to, you know, all the boxes that need to be checked and legal counsel that has to approve it. But you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, lean and scrappy, that's what you lean and scrappy and worry about like getting it approved. Don't, if you, if you wait around asking for permission, you're always going to get a no. I've definitely learned yeah. that in my business experience. Or you're just going to keep waiting in perpetuity. Exactly. You're always going to get a no or like, you know, wait until I look at it. And then months later, they're like, Oh, I just looked at it. You're good to go. It's like, well, I should have just built it and it would have been done yeah. by now. I, I can chime in there real quick. Sure. It's like, I saw this firsthand at Coinbase. Um, I saw their NFT marketplace, for instance, like how that was built. And it's like there were so many cooks for this like new idea that only like like there was like a few people at Coinbase that really knew how the whole NFT space worked and there was like a ton of people that were not really crypto natives. And so they were like trying to ideate and understand like what the space was while at the same time like trying to build it. And what they came up with as the initial product, um, I don't think that really created like a mark. I, I still think like I'm still bullish on NFT marketplace. I think because it has like Coinbase brand and there's like a strong team there. It's like, um, it's like, wait, am I still talking? Yeah, we can still hear you. We can still hear you. Don't you're good. Okay, cool. If you're getting phone calls, by the way, guys, if you're getting phone calls while you're on spaces, just hit do not disturb and the phone call won't disrupt the space. So just not fire. Keep going. And you need, yeah. So, I mean, it was just an example of like how much you can, how fast you can execute when you don't have too many cooks in the in the kitchen. So, so really, like, I, I definitely agree with what you said. 
Yeah, there's there's too many people is always going to be it's always going to be a problem. And also, I like to do a, what's called single point of failure. Too many people like involved also create like you know who know like who did that? Who posted that? Who did you this? Play a game and not it. Yeah, not me. That person. Not me. That person. And I'm like, I every time I work at a company, I'm always like, I create single points of failure where I'm like, if this happens, there's only two or one person that did it. So we need to know. Yeah, that's not going to be me. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly that though. It's, it's actually kind of smart to do that. Just like I said, you you don't have like accountability. It's not to like put the blame on people. It's it's in order to like be able to fix a problem very quickly. You can just like ideate and iterate so much faster. You you don't need stakeholders. You're not just waiting like, Oh, maybe next Friday when someone's back from vacation, then they can weigh in. I can just send them a slack or DM in the middle of night. And I'm like, yo, is this a terrible idea? Is this a good idea? Like totally in the morning. Totally true. I love that. Hey, uh, I got a question in the in the audience here. Clemente, go for it, my man. Hey, thanks for having me, Lucas. Is pleasure. Space. Yeah, pleasure. Elu, I uh, I was reflecting on something you said earlier of when you when you and Clon first started Cool Cats when it was something that was a lot more casual and it was like, hey, if this works, cool. We don't really have anything in place, uh, and it was a lot more of like, hey, it's a lot more art based, and if it works, it works. It's funny because if if you had that that same thought process now, people's thought process would be like, "Damn, this is a rug. Screw right. this project. I'm not touching it with a ten foot pole." Which is it's funny hearing, and I think maybe it's the space maturing a bit, but you can attribute that to a lot of things. I'm curious if if you guys were to launch Cool Cats today, uh, do do you think? that you would have had been able to have the same success that you had back then with the same approach, or would you have had to have thought this out a little bit more? I'm just curious, like if you think the magic and lightning in the bottle, almost like cool cats were able to capture back then, if you would have been able to do it now with the same approach. Yeah. Yeah. Great question. And I think uh, I talked on it a little bit before, but it's like, as the space has matured, the barrier of entry has gotten higher and higher. So like, we hit the market when it was just like the perfect storm. You know, like I, I said earlier, that what was impactful and impressive before, back when like apes were minting, we were minting was, do you have a website and does the mint button work? Like, cool, I'm in. Now it's like, you can just fork the last guy's smart contract. You can holler at some guy on Fiverr and boom, get your own collection. So I think that as time goes on, like there's more and more prerequisites and requirements and like, you must be this high to ride the ride. Like that bar goes higher and higher and higher. So yeah, of course, if we, if we launched today, we would have definitely had to have like a more fleshed out roadmap or intention or like, what's the, what's the end goal? What's the trajectory? What's the utility? What do we intend on doing? Whereas before it was just sort of like a, Hey, can we, can we successfully deploy this thing? Oh, we did. Cool. Like, what do you guys want us to do? So it's, it's a very much so like call and response from the current lay of the land and the foundation of like whatever the market, you know, what's, whatever is um, expected of you in like that particular market, you sort of have to like level check against that. So yeah, it's definitely, and in any industry too, it's like you sort of have to, you have to meet the minimum requirements of like what, what the most recent collections are doing. And at the time, like they're, you know, it was just, it is the wild west and it's going to be the wild west for a while but it was like no man's land barrens like tumbleweeds when we launched originally so it was just a it was just a different time yeah you know what it's even with that said too it was not only just a different time like you guys had very little competition in the space for nfts at the time because of like the projects like i mean projects 
started to like run through the roof in like August, September, October of 2021. I remember that really well, but cool cats was out before then. So when did cool cats? And what we brought yeah. too was like, um, we didn't, and a lot of this, you, you see this a lot in like, like the crypto land, like not, not NFT land, but crypto land is, it's very just sort of like Lambo degenerate, like I'm cool. Like you can't, you can't mess with me. Whereas the, what we baked into the DNA because of blue cat and because of like who we wanted to resonate with from an audience and consumers perspective was like, we want this to be for everyone. We don't want this to be like, I'm partying on a, on a yacht and I smoke weed vibes. We want this to be like a kid looks at one and they're like, this makes me feel good. Or an, an old grandpa looks at one and says, this looks familiar. So I think we, we sort of set the standard of being able to bring like launching a collection and, and redefining, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be drinking a 40 and shooting lasers out of its, its, its face, like to be cool. Like Pikachu's cool. Hello Kitty's cool. So you true. Know, like Mickey Mouse is cool. So true. I love that you just said that. Um, that's an interesting take guys. So just, don't forget, like it does help a project in my opinion to start using similar traits to other projects that actually worked really well because people are used to seeing it. And I know everybody wants to be unique in this space. Like, oh, let's create something that's got like all these traits that are all new. Let's go. No, at the end of the day, Cool Cats was like a defining project. It you People used traits. I think Crypto Mores used a lot of the traits from Cool Cats. Like I actually got a Crypto More or a bunch of them way before I got Cool Cats and I bought specifically blue skinned ones because i was like i can't afford a cool cat but i can definitely get one of these crypto mores and they look so they use are, are basically using the same traits so i'm like this is cool this makes me feel good buying you know buying into this project and then obviously i being a really great you know creator in the space it was just a lot of positives with uh crypto mores and, and this is like one of them it was basically again they took the traits of cool cats they already knew it worked and they just iterated a little bit differently and they created a whole new product. So just and, know and to that point yeah, too, like I don't it. remember who said it back in the day, but you know, like great artist steal. And then Banksy said it too, but it's oh, like, dude, uh, it was yeah. uh, Picasso. So yeah, Picasso yeah. said, and yeah, it, 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 like good artists, like create, you know, their own art and then great artists steal from other great art. And like, like look yeah. at my, my cat. Like I told Klon, I would not shut up. I'm like, dude, we need the DBZ visor. Like we need the visor. I want the visor. Get the visor. So, <laughs> Like, it, you know, you can pick and choose, but it's it's about being like authentic and original. So it's not you don't want to just rip something and plug it in like you make it your own. Like you can stylize it in a way where it's authentically resonates with your your collection, but also it's influenced by something. So I think that there's like a really fine distinction, especially in the art side of things of NFT and Web3, where, you know, some some collections you can sort of tell like, oh, they got this from there. And then other collections are like, oh, like this was influenced from that. And I think that. The things that you can tell have an influence from something tend to resonate resonate more authentically as opposed to like, oh, yeah, they just like ripped this from there. But so that, that's neither here nor there. But I think it's just something worth being conscientious of. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think it's great. Um, so we're getting a lot of we're getting a lot of feedback on this uh, on this post. So just this is your last chance to get in on the uh, five five allow lists where uh, spots we're giving away right now. So again, if you want to get get in on the five allow list spots, um, let me put, let me put the let me put the I'm gonna pin this back up real quick. And I'll, I'll say it one more time. So Blockalyzer is a tool that turns blockchain transactions into curated, collectible, generative art. So you could take a transaction that means something to you, like your first transaction, the first time you minted a cool cat, the first time you sent your mom five dollars, um, 
on MetaMask, whatever it is. And you can turn that into a collectible, limited edition, curated, collectible, geometric, generative art, which we put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears coming up with the tech. Shout out Unib and myself um, and Orlando, wherever you are. So yeah, Orlando. stay tuned. We're launching that this week. Yeah, nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, so, so if you guys want spots, again, there's a pin post at the top. Just retweet out the space. And then once, and then put a comment below um, your your below the space itself, and just tell us what your favorite color is, and that's it. And we will pick five winners, and I will DM all five winners myself once I pick them from Twitter Picker, and uh, you know basically send you, or and I'll make sure that um, Elu sends you a spot to get in on. So bada sounds bang, good. Yeah, it's that simple, right? So do we have any more questions for Evan real quick before we uh, you know basically sh- like shut down the space anybody 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 fatty bags you got a question my man no no question man but i i did want to at least say what's up to everybody that's up here and uh you know congrats on putting out this new tech you guys uh with cool cats you guys are uh, legends in the game and it's really good to see you guys still pushing and innovating which is really important i think another uh really key point to what you're doing is you're doing it in the heart of a grizzly bear uh so major props to you and your team it's not a bear it's a grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a damn polar bear at this point but uh I'm, I'm definitely stoked to see what you guys are doing so congratulations boom Thanks, man thank you i love it hey uh F- Ficero, what's up man Good to see you. Hey, hey. Elu, I just want to thank you for, for sharing, you know, the early stages especially because um, I'm sure there are a few founders or potential founders in here. So it, it's fascinating to hear somebody at the early stages of that. And I, I have to say I'm really excited about what's going to come for Alpha Labs. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on, on it. I think you've got Thanks, some man. great ideas. And, uh, you know, I know with your experience i'm sure it's going to go a long way so you know i'd be i'm kind of desperate to get in on that uh that that uh, allow list so i've my favorite color is orange so pick orange come on i saw your comment uh, man you're in the running i saw your comment you're good to go anybody that wants to again this is your last chance retweet out the space above and leave your favorite color as a comment below it and we got you like you're going to be in the running to win one of the five allow lists Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And then, and also, just real quick to shed some light is that the current thinking of, of Blockalizer is we, we want to open the gates to be able to mint every single month. So there's going to be new colorways every single month to be able to mint. So we're going to have this like mosaic memento of a bunch of different colors as the collection grows over time. So if you miss your mint window um, right now this week, we'll have plenty more with your orange heart. I see you. But uh, thanks for the love, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Shout out you for, for building whatever you're working on. No, thank you. Thank you. Can I ask you one last thing? And this is for everybody in the room. Hit me. Uh, and, well, basically potential founders or, you know, creatives. You know, what what one piece of advice would you give to anybody that's looking to get noticed, but basically take it to that next level and get it off the ground? You know, you've been there, you've done it. And, yes, it was a different time. But you've been in the market for so long. You know what it's about. You know, what what would you give as that little piece of advice, that little snippet? Oh, man, that's a tough one because it changes on a week to week, day to day, hour by hour basis. But like, honestly, you the best way to learn is just throwing yourself in the deep end of like get in the Discord, whatever the most popular projects are. Okay, it's like it's like a multifaceted fold thing, but I'd say two particular components are like research and then also just like throwing yourself into the deep end. So like it's on you to research 
what are the alpha groups following? What are the latest collectors and founders? Who are they following? Who are they interacting with? Jump in the Discord. What are the people talking about? Because like the best way to get immersed and the best way to sort of like learn the lingo and understand the algorithm of like what's going to hit and what's not going to hit is just like being in the same halls and being in the same rooms of, of like the thought collective of, of where people are. So like you're doing, you're going to do yourself a disservice by just being in a vacuum and operating yourself. So it's really, it's really networking and you can also be a lurker too. Like you don't necessarily have to be on, on Twitter spaces ask, asking every question if you have the time. Sure. But you know, just hop in discord and see what people are talking about. Like it's really just doing the due diligence of, of research and, you know, just, just following and, and asking questions. But it's a, uh, it's, it's tough because like the air quote right way or the best way to do it just changes every day and every week. So it's, it's tough, but basically as long as you can have your ear to the pulse to like the best of your ability and, and from, from the generative art side, from the PFP collection side, from the, the latest web three tools side, just like having a healthy, broad understanding is I think how you can have the best sharpened um, tool to be sort of prepared for how to think about things. So that would, that would be my two cents. It is, it is crazy how fast it is changing. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can turn anything around, but it, it's the dedication and uh, a little bit of skulking around in the background, oh, as yeah. you say, so, so I can see how that works. It's, I think what's, um, but, what's been good for me is just being a generalist, you know what I mean? Like knowing, Knowing a little bit about a lot of things, I think, gets you much further than, you know, just picking one thing and going deep, deep, deep in it, unless you've, like, validated that that research, and, and that's what you're trying to do. So I'd say being a generalist. Yep, love that. Um, generalists are usually people that, you know, in this space at least, that definitely win. And, and as long as you keep your mind open, especially in this space, people are still learning. And like you said, Evan, there's no expert in this space. There's no like 100% like I could go to this person or that person for and if, all. And if there is someone saying that, they're going to scam you. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, man, this is cool. This is super cool what you're doing. I like that you're, uh, you're, you guys are like doing this project. I like that, you know, we're going to see some pretty great stuff from you, I think, in the future. More time you spend on Twitter spaces too, the more you're going to get a lot more love in this space. You're going to get a lot more people, you know what I mean, minting your project. You just, uh, again, showing up every like every day or at least every weekday is, is critical for trust in the space. It's a and full-time thing. It really is. It really is. And in this case, like, don't get me wrong. Once you guys like have your project going, I'm sure you already know, like you just hire people to take over, you know, spaces and things like that for you later on. So you, you don't have to be everywhere. You can actually take a couple of days off. You don't have to be, you know, Oh, I haven't heard from Evan in like, 15 minutes. That's it. I'm mad. I'm going to go into the discord and cause chaos. And Oh, they kicked they, me out of the discord for no reason. Oh no. Is that an NFT collection? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you know how it goes. Um, that's great. So this is your last chance to take part in this giveaway before we do it. And uh, like I said, the people who win, I will DM you. So make sure your DMS are open and you're following me so I can actually hit you up to tell you that you won from Twitter picker. So last chance. Post, uh, retweet up the space that's up there at the top. Leave a comment saying your favorite color, and we will put you in the running, and then I will do the, the running. Um, I'm going to pull the winners 15 minutes from now and I, cool. about at uh, 1.30 Pacific time, and we'll, we'll let, pe let people know at that point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if we want to hang out in the space and do it or want to actually do it after the space, let me know. We can keep talking here because it looks like Intern has a question. Intern, what's up, you Intern? 
Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Elu, it's been an honor just to be able to hear you. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of driving right now. We can hear it. Um, All good. But, Drive you know, safe. I'm sorry about the mic quality. Um, but no, I definitely do uh, appreciate you coming up here. Um, primarily from Solana, um, but as you know, Utes are going to Polygon and uh, D-God's going to Ethereum. Um, so I'm trying to learn as much as I can, right, like before I actually get over there. Um, and it's just been really cool to uh, hear about you and the, the cool cats. Um, I connected with Lucas, uh, you know, maybe about a month back. Um, so this has just really been an awesome space. Um, and real quick, like my comment was blue, but I put a picture. Um, does that count? You're good. You're in. You're in the, you're in the <laughs> running. Don't worry, intern. I know who you are, bro. You're good. Let's do it. You're good. Yeah, and then in the same vein of, uh, you know, shout out Lucas. Like he's, everyone's just an internet rando until you exchange some DMs and then you can be internet friends. Like I think, uh, Lucas followed me and then I, I followed him back, but you know, I've yep. never met the guy, but I checked out wh what he's doing, where he's come from. And you know, he's a builder. You got to respect builders in the space and we hit it off in the DMs and here we are. So, you know, never hesitate to, to reach out to people. I'm, everyone's building their own things at different cadences. So they'll get back to you at different times, but you know, anyone who's a builder is trying to see each other succeed um, in any capacity. So, you know, just support each other, show up, ask good questions and keep on keeping up. Yeah, I, I was just going to literally take the words out of my mouth. Like this is all about like this space is all about collaboration, not competition, I think. Don't get me wrong. Friendly competition is completely OK. I think it's great. Actually, it's healthy. Yeah, yeah, it's super healthy. But the, the answer to this all, though, is like we should all be doing Twitter spaces together. We should all be leveraging each other's like connections and things like that to like make great content and also educate people. Like this has been an educational space, even for me right now. Like Evan told me a lot of good, like a lot of cool things, gave you guys like a lot of amazing alpha. And also he's given away five uh, allow list spots. Like this is, this is the kind of space I want to have consistently right here, guys. So anybody else? Shout out Mr. Bean. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks Evan. I appreciate it. Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean, do, 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 do. Um, you like how I turn that Mr. Bean thing in, or yeah. Mr. Clean song into Mr. Bean? <laughs> Boom. That's what I do. So Crab Dad, you haven't said a word, man. You usually never talk in my spaces. I need to hear something from Crab Dad. Nope. Oh, no, I, just there he is. There he is. Crab Dad. Your spaces are always too early for me. So thank you for having one. <laughs> Dude, we're on the same coast. Like you can't. Like it's eight thirty a.m. I have spaces. It's not that early. <laughs> hey, for me, for me, that's early. I get you. I yeah, get you. I'm a night owl. But yeah, no, I, awesome space. Just been uh, vibing, listening. Uh, Love it. Some work done in the background. So yeah, th thanks for uh, having it. Yeah, of course. Crab that always welcome. All right, cool. So I'm gonna actually pull some winners here. You guys want me to pull the winners now? I want to see some emojis in the in the crowd. I will literally pull Let's go. winners right now if I see enough one hundreds in the space right now. Let's go. One hundred. I need some to see some one hundreds. All I see is five. Oh, I see six. Six one hundreds. All right, I see seven. I see eight. All right, all right, all right, all right. You guys win. You we need a win. thousand. You guys win. You guys win. All right, I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm pulling right now. And uh, Crip King, are you there, bud? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you, you think you can give a quick uh, update on the market while I pull the winners? 
Yeah, uh, real quick, let me just pull that up real quick. Um, real quick, everything is on fire and everything is uh, burning. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, uh, market <laughs> update. Uh, so for the last uh, seven days, we saw the Bitcoin uh, and Ethereum, all, all coins in the green at this current moment. Solana's up 65%. Cardano's up 27% with anything watch for retrace. Um Dogecoin hits three-week high. Um, uh, bankruptcy and bankruptcy court Voyager locks horns with Almedia. Almeda. Uh, and in other news, uh, Ethereum staking token has rallied. Uh, you can see things as like Lido uh, Finance and Rocket Pool has all saw some spikes. But with anything else, make sure that you're responsibly investing. And this is only for entertainment purposes. So do your own research. Well said. Right. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm pulling the one. So, who do right I now. yell at when I lose all my money? <laughs> you look in a mirror and we yell at ourselves. <laughs> okay, so sick. So true. So true. Okay, here we go. The first winner, make sure you DM me too if you win, if you hear your name and you're in this space right now. I'm hopeful that like whoever took part is still in the space. And I do see the first winner in the space, Red. You are a winner. Red, you've just won. So DM me, did Red. Is his name Red or did he say Red? His name is Red. Um, and I'm assuming his favorite color is Red. I'm just guessing. But Red, you won. So out, his, his username is at out aux, A-U-X. So auxiliary, I'm assuming. Um, really cool. And okay. you're, you're collecting the things and you'll pass to me, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, cool. DM me, Red, DM me. Um, you are a winner. Also, another person, another winner here. We got a light. The username is Light on Art. Light on Art. If you're here, DM me. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you. I don't see you in space. Might have to pick another winner. Might have to pick another winner. Oh, are you saying they have to be in here? I mean, I don't have to be. I guess. I guess well, I could just. I, I could just let. Sense. I could just let. I think light on. I'm just gonna DM and say you won. I mean, you took. He took part. So or she yeah. took part. All right, the next winner. Here we go. Here we go. Oh snap! Blockchain hedge. Is blockchain hedge in here? I don't see blockchain hedge. That's okay. I got him as a winner. So there you go. That's uh, that's three. Um, Two more. All right, here we go. I'm pulling a couple more, guys. Get ready. Here we go. Oh, snap. That's weird. Let's go. Someone... Let's go. <laughs> we got, uh, let's see here. All right. Oh, that's not a, nope. Okay. Let's see if this person's in the space. It'd be, it's a lot more fun when people win that are in the space, man. Like, this is so much more fun and stuff. Oh, snap. This person's in the space. Hind. Hind Abulgazim. Uh, you, you won. So Hind just won. So we have one more slot to give away. One more slot to give away. Oh, my God. Here we go. All right, let's see here. Bread just won at bread breadsticks. No, get the bread. You know what it is. Bread just won though, um, and I don't see him in the space either. Man, that's a little disappointing. Well, everyone who didn't win, we got plenty more 
Um, hey, um, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! There's, there's not plenty more. We gotta. I mean, I mean, next what? week we're gonna open up the pub. The public, the public minting will be open up this week. Uh, just stay tuned. Give Block Lizer a follow. There's bread. There, I see bread down in the audience now. Hey, bread, you just won um, an allow list spot, my man. So, um, or woman, whatever you are, um, you just won as well. So I got all the winners right here. Um, DM me for um, me getting your information so I could give it over to Evan real quick. And those are LFG. the winners. Those That's an LFG. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Love it. All right. Dope. Well, Lucas, my man, thank you so much for, for hosting. It was a, a, a pleasure and an honor to grace the stage with you and, and shoot the shiz. Also, Unib, thanks for stepping up here and yeah. shout out for everyone else. Thanks asking to- cool questions and listening to to me ramble on about cool cat stuff. Thanks to both of you guys for coming in and thanks for the audience and everybody up here. That's like also added value here. We'll be back again tomorrow and, uh, at our regular schedule programming, eight 30 AM Pacific time, get ready. There'll be another po app drop. And, uh, again, when you collect enough po apps, we're doing a little bit of a, we're doing a little bit of a drop ourselves. So just know that the po apps you collect will be good to use for in real life events. And they will be able, you'll be able to say, Hey, I have this many. And then you will get a, a free drop or free mint from us as an NFT. Cause it'll just be completely free. And that will allow you to have access to IRL events across the country that I'm, I've already set up. So every single month there'll be an in real life event in the, and uh, some, some of the major cities in the United States, Austin, Texas being one of them. Elu, what's up? Anyway, so that's that's our show for the day. Thanks again. This is uh, Lucas Bean. This is Evan or Elu from uh, Cool Cats Project founder and also his new project, Alpha Labs. Crip King, intern, all of us saying bye for now. See you guys tomorrow. See you guys. Bye. 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 Be my-